0: On this week's episode of Marketing O'Clock.
1: We talked about Bing ads upgrading to Microsoft advertising.
0: We found out that Google is rudely contemplating charging for Google My Business.
1: Jess talked in depth about her mini golf etiquette, or lack thereof.
0: (laughs) And Greg gave Microsoft advertising a new nickname that might make them mad.
1: All on today's show. Marketing O'Clock is your weekly dose of digital marketing news. We record live every Friday from the Cypress North Studios, located in beautiful Buffalo, New York. Join us each week for insights, updates, rants, and much more as we cover the full gamut of digital marketing for you. Hey there, I'm Greg Finn.
0: And I'm Jess Bud, And
1: it is officially Marketing O'Clock here on May 3rd, 2019. Remember, you can catch our famous Friday news shows each and every Friday morning.
0: And if you want to follow along with us, just check out our show notes. Head over to marketingoclock.com for all the links from today's articles.
1: And please subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode.
0: No, and speaking of things not to miss, big news in the ads community here. First up, Bing Ads is now Microsoft advertising.
1: That's Bing news.
0: (laughs) I see what you did there. You just popped an N into the word Bing and made it Bing. Uh yeah, that's good because R I P Bing, we're not gonna be saying it too much. Not R I P Bing, R. I. P. Bing ads. So it doesn't roll off the tongue nearly as nicely as Bing ads, but just like AdWords to Google ads, this is something we have to just get over.
1: Yeah, and for some people who've been using this for a long time, this is almost a throwback because it used to be called Microsoft Ad Center. It did? Yes. That's so before it was my time. Tricky to get into the Bing, but now back to the roots. Wow.
0: Well, it's still a lot of syllables though, so I'm back to the roots or not. I'm not super hot on it. But anyway, that's just a name thing. It's a personal gripe. So do you like it that it's advertising or would
1: you rather it be Microsoft no. ads?
0: Microsoft ads all day.
1: Yeah, I think everybody should just do that.
0: Yeah, It's way too Microsoft advertising. Like I just feel like I've said too much. It's,
1: it's no Bing
0: ads. No, that's way better. I'm going to be stuck on that for a while and probably make mistakes, so correct me. But uh, yeah, if you've tried to hit up bingads.com at all this week, you've probably already seen that this is rolling out. It is now microsoftadvertising.com or ads.microsoft.com. So the name really, in all reality, more closely aligns with some of their other ad products like The Man or the Microsoft (laughs) Audience Network.
1: And for the listeners, that's just an internal joke. Yes. It's really called the MSAN. Right, Massan <laughs> the I don't Microsoft know. Advertising Network. Yeah, they they put an S in there, so it's MSAN.
0: They did that on purpose. The misleading man. That's but dumb. We, it's
1: really the man.
0: It's the man. Yeah, I like that. It makes it sound cool. Like, yeah, it's the man. Anyway, um, there makes it sound bad. You think it's the man? Like the man? Like the man's oh, always against you. You mean like the man is watching? The man. I mean like you're the man, Greg. Oh, okay, right. Touché. So I guess it, <laughs> that's why they put the S in there. So there's no confusion. <laughs> um, what else are they changing? They're changing their partner's program name to Microsoft, to match the Microsoft brand as well. So keep an eye out for that. Um, the one thing that they're not changing, at least that I've seen, is the actual search network itself, still called Bing. Yes. So no changes there. So it's really not RIP Bing, like I said before, but they're making moves in addition to the name change, which we'll talk a little bit about in a minute. But, this really, it's its a rebrand and a revamp, if you will. They're doing kind of a lot uh, to their ad platform, which is great. And I'm excited to talk about. But do you know what my favorite thing about all of this is?
1: That you could truncate it to Mads, if you wanted.
0: I like that a lot. <laughs> Microsoft Ads, Mads. Mads. The man and Mads. Yeah. I mean, we could just make that a thing here and maybe it'll catch on on the internet. I made it a thing.
1: <laughs> it's thing. official.
0: You know what else is officially a thing? Microsoft Advertising Editor. Already? Already. Wow. Yeah. They learned a lesson from how much we ranted about Google when they didn't change it. It was AdWords Editor for a while, and it's already Microsoft Advertising Editor. I'm so happy.
1: And Google AdWords changed your name from AdWords to Google Ads back on July 24th, 2018. If you go now to ads.google.com and you hit the login button, what do you think the title tag for that page is? Google AdWords still. No. Yes.
0: I was going to guess the other way, Be no. optimistic. <laughs> no, no. Why
1: would you guess the other way? It's it's in oh. here on May 3rd, 2019. That's still the case. And it's still the case in case you ever call support. Mm. They still only know it. Is Google AdWords they do. Unfortunately. They do. Every rep just trained. No, every single one. They can't kick it either. No, they can't. It's not just you, it's them.
0: We should call <laughs> Bing, or excuse me, Microsoft, and see what they do. Maybe their reps are on top of it too.
1: <laughs> All right. So next up is from Google, and it is an article talking about the fact that Google may decide to charge for Google My Business listings. This was brought to the attention of everybody by Sean Butcher, who found a survey. And the survey specifically asked local businesses how much they would pay each month for many of the services that are already included today in Google My Business. And some of those numbers were $10 a month up to $60 a month per usage of a Google My Business account.
0: Was there a $0 option? Did they even give people that option? And the examples I saw, there were none. So... Hopefully you could just leave some answers blank because if I was filling this out, I'd be like, I don't want to pay for this. This is free right now. I don't
1: want to choose. I choose nothing. So nothing is certain yet, but for, we've been (laughs) huge on the Google, my business Mm -hmm. bandwagon here. Yes. And it might be time to calm ourselves down a little bit here. So we will have to see how that works. But if Google, my business and Google local becomes all paid, that's going to be a problem.
0: That's going to be a big issue, and I, I'm I'm surprised you haven't ranted yet about Google Shopping because I know that that's your big gripe. There yes. is that it's only pay to play. So I don't if Google My Business comes that way, it's
1: uh, it's going to be a problem. If that's the to small guys because you're going to only have the people that can afford or care about it, not necessarily people with the best product in Google Local. So hopefully it doesn't go that way where no. it's the pay to play or you know paid listings. But this isn't this isn't promising. No. Let's just leave it at
0: that. All right, we'll leave it there. I do have some promising things, though, for you. Uh, big, more big news from Banger, excuse me, Microsoft Advertising. This comes from Search Engine Land, and it was the article was titled "Microsoft Advertising is no longer just chasing parity with Google Ads; it's building unique ads features." And the one and only Ginny Marvin summed it up pretty beautifully there, but in case you weren't listening listening to me, Microsoft is published or pushing to differentiate itself from Google as far as their ads platform goes.
1: And they should have been doing this for a long time, and it's great yes. to see it. <laughs> I love these new <laughs> extensions. It's a, a, a very welcomed site that is not just, hey, let's import everything from Google Ads. Hey, let's make it easy for people using Google to come use Bing ads at the time. Mm-hmm. I love this new Microsoft advertising. I love Mads. I'm all in. I'm mad for Mads.
0: Oh, I love that. I'm mad for it too. It's some things that you should read the article and see all the new features because there's a lot coming. I think she said 10 plus things that differentiate the new Microsoft ads from Google or Microsoft advertising from Google. But uh, cool things coming: customized ads based on audiences. Love it. And 3D ads. So users can click on an image and then they can like manipulate it like you can with any other 3D image. Pretty love it. Cool. Pretty cool. So they're all also working on catching up with Google in some types of audience targeting that they offer as well. So, I've always been a big fan of Bing Ads and I'm holding strong in my love for the new Microsoft advertising, except for the name, which I'm still getting used to, but it hasn't been that long. I'll be fine.
1: All right. Next up is from The Verge. And The Verge came out with the five biggest announcements from Facebook's F8 developer conference keynote. From the keynote, the first thing and biggest thing for marketers is that there's a redesign of Facebook with more prominence around groups and events. Hmm. Hey, there's gonna be an actual less news feed <laughs> where <laughs> you're gonna be able to see more groups and events data being pulled in, and there will be a prominent groups tab and a personalized feed from any of the groups that you've joined. So group interaction options will show up while you're browsing other parts of Facebook too. So all you folks out there who have gone big and Google group or not Google on Facebook hmm. groups. So far, it seems like it's paying off. You're never going to know <laughs> next year. They might say, Groups isn't it? But for now, it seems like you made the right choice. And there's a really great article about this on the New York Times that took takes a huge deep dive on this and what Facebook is trying to accomplish. Number two from The Verge, Instagram has new camera features and less prominent likes. Hmm. We talked about those likes last week. You yeah. heard it here first, folks. But there's also some new camera features that have a create mode and you can make quizzes easier and some things like that. The third thing (laughs) is Facebook Messenger will focus on close friends. So you'll be able to keep up with your friends by sharing photos to people who you may trust more uh, with some offline hangout sessions.
0: That's really nice because the only Facebook messages that I get at all are from people that I don't know that are just trying to to chat at me.
1: Big pro then
0: I guess. I mean, I don't use it anyway.
1: Another thing is that the Oculus Rift S and Oculus Quest are coming next month, so they are both at three hundred ninety-nine dollars, and their headsets that replace external tracking cameras. So hey, good. Facebook doesn't have more cameras (laughs) tracking you, (laughs) and then number surveilling
0: you, right? That was the word last week.
1: And lastly. Facebook is going to help you hook up with your crush. There's a new creepy feature. I added the word creepy in there <laughs> called secret crush where you can go and choose a friend and say if they're you're crushing on them and they won't be able to see who it is, but they'll notify you if there's a match. It's part of the Facebook dating effort that they're looking for, but you don't have to be using Facebook dating. For somebody to say, hey, I've got a crush
0: on you. I like the hand gesture you did with that. You look like (laughs) Nosferatu. (laughs) I just think creep. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's it's more or less creepy than the poking feature. I don't even know if that's still available in Facebook. But remember when you used to just be able to poke people? I feel like that was just used for flirting unless you're my dad. And he would just poke anyone all the time because he figured out how to do it.
1: (laughs) That's what I was gonna say. Is why don't you just poke somebody? Yeah, right. Just poke them. Like, hey, Whatever. secret crush,
0: you've been poked.
1: And it's like, hey, I don't even know what this is. Somebody yeah. just poke me. Like, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. It's, I don't know. Just poke somebody, at least put your name to it.
0: Didn't we have somebody that was messaging Cypress North that they were just sending the thumbs yeah, up they like a big
1: thumbs up? <laughs> just and I just sent a big old thumbs up back to him. And we had a contest who could send up, and then I think they get banned from Facebook. I think they did. I don't know if they were real, but
0: that was one of my favorite things that's ever happened here.
1: Yes, I I will tell you though, I did not ever add them as a secret crush.
0: Oh, too late.
1: All right, and that brings us to this week's lightning round.
0: Pew, pew. And at this point in the show, we split up our content into two parts, paid. And Non-paid. <laughs> I cover everything to do with advertising and Greg covers the organic or... Non-paid. All right. So <laughs> what's happening in the paid universe this week? First up, Kiora is now integrated with Google Tag Manager. So that means it's easier than ever to set up your Kiora Pixel on your site with GTM. So the step-by-step instructions can be found in the article. But if we've used Tag Manager before, you know how easy it is to add a tag once that vendor has been integrated with GTM. So it's super, super easy. You don't even need the instructions instructions. instructions
1: yep and you could have done it before with custom html Mm -hmm. i believe is the choice you would have had to choose but now it's super easy that's fantastic
0: i love it so much go kiora next up snap select will let advertisers reserve video inventory at a fixed cpm so snapchat has announced a new ad type that's rolling out this quarter so here q2 we're in q2 right
1: 2019
0: Q2? Yes. So it's coming now. Um, It's a six-second non-skippable video, and as the title suggests, you pay for this at a fixed cost per impression. It's available via Snap's ad manager or will be rolling out, so keep an eye out for that if you're interested.
1: Make sure people don't snap it up in front of you.
0: Ooh, (laughs) I like that. (laughs) I wonder if you could have secret crushes on ads for two hands. Okay. Speaking of video ads, our next story is called Simplifying Video Ad Buying on Facebook. And the gist of this is that Facebook is changing their default optimization type for video view campaigns to through play optimization, which is pretty much just paying only for ads that are watched through to completion or for at least 15 seconds.
1: I like the name of that through play. I do too. It's very intuitive.
0: Like you're going to play through.
1: Yeah, play through. Play through. (laughs) This is a golf game. We just turn into golf. Is that a thing? You know, take a guess at what play through means in golf.
0: Like to play it through. So you hit it not where you should, like into the, I don't know, forest. You have to play it through. Keep hitting. Yeah, you
1: hit it in the the water. You just run in the water and swing right out of the water.
0: I mean, I don't think that's physically possible.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's when somebody's faster behind you. You let them play through. Oh,
0: you you know know who never does that? Putt, everybody, putt people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or everybody. <laughs> they need that on the mini golf course yes as well. <laughs> Play through. Play through. Um, That's what you ask for
1: next time at the putt-putt.
0: I'm going to because I play a lot of putt-putt at least twice a year. Really? I, I don't know. At least once a year probably. Are you I make good at a putt-putt? point.
1: I picture you as somebody who's pretty good at putt-putt.
0: I have hot streaks where I'll okay. get like a hole-in-one in a really good game and then the next time I'm just like getting whatever, the, the gimme's or whatever. Another
1: thought about your game and tell me if I'm right or not. I feel like... When it doesn't sink, when it doesn't drop, you get really angry. Meaning what? You, when it doesn't go in the hole.
0: Oh, of course. Like when it's just outside. I can just
1: picture you <gasps> smashing clubs.
0: I do, I mean, I don't actually damage any property, I but I get really it. upset. <laughs> oh, I do. I do. I go, and I use choice words you're if competitive. there's no children around. I am a little bit. Yeah. yeah but only with fun things when it counts. Um, oh, something important of note here while we're still talking about this. If you are using... 10-second video view optimization on your video campaigns, these will be automatically paused by Facebook on July 31st. So they're changing this default setting. You need to plan ahead or your campaigns are going to be paused. So pay attention, kids. Uh, what do we got next? Oh, if you've logged into Google ads recently, which if you're running campaigns, I hope you have there, you may have (laughs) noticed a little notification in there about incorrect reporting. And yeah, there's an article I believe on search engine land this week. Don't rely on Google ads reporting for April 30th and May 1st. And yep, that's pretty much it. There's Google hasn't released any details really about the cause of the problem or the data that's been impacted. So. Just take every metric in there right now with a grain of salt or a whole block of salt we don't know and just stand by for more
1: information. (laughs) Do you know where the announcement was pushed live on Google? Where? The Google Ads developer block. Do you know where it wasn't?
0: I would guess on the Google Ads block. (laughs) Correct.
1: And do you know where you couldn't find it either? Where? The at Google Ads worst Twitter account on the planet.
0: That Twitter account, though, it's the only way to get things done.
1: That Twitter account is... I'm not going to say
0: anything. <laughs> We've it's both been a, fighting with that Twitter disgrace. account for a while. It's a disgrace. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, you should be logging in, so you should have seen it. But I agree with you. That news should have been everywhere Yeah, Or issues. just
1: head over to the Google Ads developer blog for to, to see the full article. Yeah, and we we'll check show that notes. regularly?
0: <sighs> anyway, um, <laughs> let's just move on from that. Next, Shopify introduces new Snapchat ad capabilities to help merchants reach more customers. And... Subhead, Facebook dynamic ads are also coming. This comes to us from Ad Week. And if you're using Shopify, your advertising life is about to get much, much easier. In addition to what's in the title, also coming your way is the ability to sync your product catalog with Snapchat's Ads Manager. So that means auto updating price information and all kinds of other goodies. So that's huge. Next is from Mobile Marketer. And this one's titled Podcast Ads Will Double Share of Audio Market by 2022. Study Forecast. So that study is from WARC, W-A-R-C. Wark? Yes. Yeah?
1: I don't know. Uh-huh. Sure. Sounds like like NARC, but with a W. Wark.
0: Oh, Wark. Let's go take a work uh, What claim- are you
1: doing? <laughs> I'm doing Wark.
0: Oh, <laughs> I like go. that. Let's get some Wark done. <laughs> Very sassy. So these Wark folks, they claim that podcasts reach 62 million U.S. listeners a week. And that's probably mostly our listeners, I think.
1: Probably 61 million.
0: Yeah, at least. Yeah not 61 and a half. (laughs) So I don't know. It's a good read. If you are thinking of investing in audio inventory, they do talk about where people or break down where people actually consume their podcast content and all kinds of other stats. So if you're in that space, get a read.
1: Ads are doubling. Is our ad revenue going to double as
0: well? We don't run ads, so...
1: (laughs) Well, is it going to double?
0: Zero times two is still zero. No. Perfect. It's going to double. <laughs> Great. Awesome. I love when we do math on this show. Uh, what do we got? Oh, so in the writing's been on the wall for a while. Please don't act surprise news. Parallel tracking is going live for Google Ads display campaigns on May 1st. And that was two days ago. So it's all happening. There's <laughs> <laughs> nothing to panic about. I mean, they've dynamic or excuse me. Parallel tracking has been rolled out for search ads for about a year, and Google did tell us that it was coming for display back in February. So if you are worried or need more information, just read the article in the show notes. But if you fixed everything for your search ads, just do the same for your display if you didn't do it then. Next up, Google's keyword planner changes have been finalized. So the new version of keyword planner is here to stay. The old version, quote, will be fully depreciated this week. So get in there and get used to the new one quickly because you're not going to have access to the old one. Very
1: soon, and you should should definitely have planned for
0: this. Yeah, it's not like they didn't. Oh, I'm getting all serious. I'm like, really, they didn't tell us that it was coming, and you were just making a a pun." pun. No, it was a good pun. Oh, thanks. Right? Yeah, I'll give you points for that. (laughs) okay uh next spotify launches voice-enabled ads on mobile devices in a limited u.s test they announced this launch of voice-enabled advertisements which will quote encourage the listener to say a verbal command in order to take action on the ads content which is pretty nifty
1: we talked about this last week i don't know any human that could use spotify on mobile that's not premium so i don't know why you're doing this but i get it whatever it's cool to to show off
0: it is very cool to show off right and they're so snarky about it that it's only for the purposes of promoting content within their own platform so i mean if the test goes well maybe that'll expand but i'm just trying to well i, I pay for premium so it's never going to happen but i want an ad for marketing clock where i could just be like yes give me greg and jess and it works i don't know they <laughs> is that how it works i don't yeah, know
1: it's right in your earlobes <laughs>
0: <laughs> Here we are, kids. Um, I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. Probably nothing. We'll fill you in if it does. And our last paid story begins with the headline, 24% of search marketers are now running responsive search ads. So it then goes on to say that responsive search ads are catching on quickly with search marketers after being introduced less than a year ago. I don't call that quickly. Who are these other 76% of advertisers that are not using responsive search ads? The bad ones. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. All right. That was a lot, but I am done with paid. What do you have in non-paid?
1: Okay. This week in non-paid, mm-hmm. we've got a lot of information starting with Facebook Marketplace, who is now letting sellers ship items across the continental United States. And it's pretty much exactly what I said here. You can pay for the purchase through Marketplace on Facebook, and the sellers will then ship them out. They can choose a few different shipping details, and they have 24 hours to accept an order once somebody in Marketplace goes and purchases that. So if you sell things, maybe something to check out, selling on Facebook, Marketplace.
0: Are you going to use this to sell any of your sneakers that you've collected? I know you collect sneakers.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's the last thing I want is to be able to go into Facebook and... Sell there. I mean, I get it that people do have big followings. Mm-hmm. And if you do actually sell a lot of things, this could be pretty big for brands. And I'm kind of joking about some of these things, but <laughs> being able to sell and use this as just another medium, if the back end of this is good, this could be a big deal. So, could be huge. Yeah. Could be
0: game changing. For sure. Yeah.
1: Next up, Google is bringing call intelligence and automation to small and medium sized businesses for $39 a month. And Google's. Area 120, the Experimental Products Group, has announced the introduction of a new telephony product called CallJoy. And I just love the term telephony. I do too. It sounds great.
0: It sounds fake though, like you're a telephony. It does.
1: And that's why I like it. It's just a fun little (laughs) word. It's underused. We need to use that
0: more, yes. Yeah.
1: That's exactly what I was thinking. Okay. So once you sign up for CallJoy, you'll get a local phone number and CallJoy will start blocking spam. And then the phone is going to ring, and there's an automated call joy agent. People are comparing this to Google's other automated service out there as well. And basically, it is going to greet callers with a custom message and provide basic business information like the hours of operation. If a customer wants to ha- perform a task that can be done online, like booking an appointment or placing an order, like a to-go order. The assistant will then send the customer a text message and it'll have a URL in there where they can just knock it out without ever talking to a human. And then a customer can, um, all the customer interaction will be recorded and tagged.
0: That's pretty cool. And I'm not saying fire all your receptionists because A, humans need jobs and B, humans can still do things that machines can't. But for 40 bucks a month, that's a pretty nice service.
1: Yeah, and it takes that we've heard it. It's Google Duplex, mm-hmm. but this is not technically Google Duplex, but it it f- seems Duplexy, where you hear actual robots that sound like people. I like so, it. So hey, you know if you've got a problem manning the phones or personing the phones, then <laughs> check out Calljoy. Hashtag telephony. And next up is from Instagram, where you can shop looks from creators. People will be able to shop inspiring looks from creators they
0: love without leaving Instagram.
1: Oh, I've been waiting for this.
0: <laughs> are those uh, your words or Instagram's words, inspiring whose looks? Whose words do you think those are? Not yours, but not I mine. like that you said uh, them. <laughs> <mine>. <laughs>
1: I'll keep going with Instagram's words here. With the ability to tag products in their posts, creators can make it easy for people to shop their favorite styles on the spot.
0: This so trendy.
1: So trendy. You should
0: do trend news. I like trend
1: news, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. that's what everybody wants is trends from Greg.
0: <laughs> hey, flannels in again. <laughs> flannels always in. Don't even. Okay.
1: So businesses must be part of the checkout beta that we've talked about before in order f- to be able to be tagged by those creators and have their products tagged. So this actually could be something pretty interesting for folks that. Are like, hey, look at this flannel shirt here. I got it from Flannel Co. And you can just go over and buy the flannel Wrangler shirt or something like that. Wow.
0: You're all in on flannel.
1: I don't know. <laughs> all right. Next up is from Facebook. And this didn't make the Verge's top five list, but it's called mm-hmm. Easier to, for Businesses to Connect with Customers on Messenger. And this is also from F8. Businesses can create an ad that drives people to an automated question and answer flow within Messenger to learn more about what their potential customer is looking for. And so there's a new tweak where you can book appointments with businesses right within Messenger. And the booking process is now going to be seamless where they have a booking interface within the Messenger Platform API so if you've got a calendaring system with your business, you can tie those two together and have people automate, let's say, a a car test drive. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. So check that out. Next up, some April search console data has been lost and the manual actions have disappeared. And this is from Barry Schwartz over at Search Engine Land. And he writes that we've learned the data from April 9th to April 25th was completely lost. <laughs> Best part, it is filled in with data from April 26th instead.
0: What is going on? <laughs> I don't
1: know. <laughs> I don't know what's happening anymore.
0: You can't just put today and yesterday. They that.
1: did. You can. I and know, they did.
0: But that's, just, that's, just, that's crazy. So what if you... I can't.
1: I saw another funny tweet where somebody tweeted Barry and said, oh, no, I have all my data. And it was just the twenty six pulled back to the 9th. It's just a plateau here.
0: That's amazing. And he's like, no, that's
1: not the right data. Oh my
0: <laughs> I love charts yes. because you see things like that and you know it's wrong.
1: And this is one of the problems where if you're using this in your Martech stack and you're saying, hey, I need to look at all of my impression and click through data click through rates <laughs> and clicks all that there's just no data now it's gone, it's gone. <laughs> from the 9th to the 25th
0: oh man it's crazy I, oh,
1: no. okay and then any of those manual actions um had been disappearing as well and that seems like it's more widespread bug and that's just apparently what's happening over there it's just a lot of bugs but they, they make cool little animations on the search results
0: so I, hey that's pretty you cool you know what yeah. google is i'm gonna say it google is on the brits <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I've declared on the Fritz status for Google. Jess Kramer over
1: here. Sell, sell, sell. Short, short, short.
0: On the Fritz.
1: Okay, next up, you can automatically set your Google history to be deleted. You know what? Google (laughs) probably would have deleted it and lost it anyway. But I actually like this you can automatically schedule your Google browser history to be deleted on a three-month or 18-month schedule if you choose to. Again, I like this option so that if you'll have... Something naughty going on <laughs> and you just want it to be gone. You can say hey, three months is going to self-destruct. Uh, 18 months going to self-destruct.
0: You're doing something naughty. Three months is a long time <laughs> to leave it in there.
1: All right. Oh, next up is Yoast SEO 11.1. Even more schema enhancements. Ooh, this was our cool tool back in episode 66. And it now has some upgrades. So video SEO is tied mm-hmm. into the Yoast SEO schema graph and structured data for images is now included in Yoast SEO version 11.1.
0: Sounds way better than 11.0, and 11.0 is pretty good. Yeah,
1: three ones right in a row. (laughs) All right, next up is from Moz, and they are announcing the new Moz SEO Essentials Certificate, what it is, and how to get certified. And Moz had a course that helped to use the tool and learn some SEO basics before. I believe it was called Some Sort of Essentials Training. It is now a certificate that people can get And it costs $595. What? Yes. So the course and the certificate is $595. And I do not believe you have to be a pro to use it. You just have to be within the Moz Academy.
0: Gotcha. Okay. But it's still a $600 certification.
1: Correct. Okay. All right. And next up, Amazon has announced that developers can now use the Alexa skills kit to build skills for Spanish-speaking customers in the U.S. with a new Spanish language model.
0: That's muy bien. Si. Si.
1: (laughs) All right. Clearly, that's not for us. (laughs) lastly, in non-paid this week, Facebook Portal will be available outside of the U.S. this fall. The company has announced it will make both Portal and Portal Plus available outside of the U.S., starting with Canada this June, and following with a European expansion in the fall. Hmm. And now Portal will support WhatsApp calls. So question for you, Jess. Yeah. Are you now going to make WhatsApp calls to your European friends using Facebook Portal? No. (laughs) All right. And now (laughs) it's time for this week's... W-T-H. And this week's W-T-H comes from Neiman Lab with an article called... A doorbell company owned by Amazon wants to start producing crime news, (laughs) and it'll definitely end well. (laughs) And I love this title by Joshua Benton. Basically, Amazon bought Ring, the video doorbell service. Mm -hmm. And on Amazon Jobs, somebody found the listing. Did you read the listing? I did. Okay. The listing states, the managing editor, comma, news will work on an exciting new opportunity within Ring to manage a team of news editors who deliver breaking crime news alerts to our neighbors. (laughs) Did you read the preferred qualifications? I sure did. (laughs) (laughs) Preferred qualification, deep and nuanced knowledge of American crime trends.
0: So when I read that, I thought of Shep or Christine here, and I don't want to lose her, but I mean, based on that alone, she'd be great for this job. She is our in-house true crime encyclopedia.
1: With the one exception <laughs> that she doesn't have five years of crime reporting.
0: Oh, well, <laughs> <laughs> to ask her friends. I bet she does. Yeah, maybe she does. Maybe it counts. Five years of crime reporting. You could be a guest star on Live PD, okay? They have veteran yeah. news crime <laughs> reporter, what? Tom Morris Jr., I think, is his name. And he's great.
1: And if you've reported a crime for five years, I think it's mandatory that you either have a podcast or a documentary. Absolutely. You wouldn't be working for Ring. You wouldn't be working for a doorbell company. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> Manage local crime trends.
0: I don't know. I mean, I don't know. they got to get the news out to their neighbors, right? Those were their words. I like that. That's cute because they worked in, like, doorbells, neighbors, same thing.
1: Yeah, so I just... Couldn't get over the fact that there's a doorbell company (laughs) hiring a crime reporter. And I saw a tweet from Tom Gara, who summed it up well. Editor-in-chief of the Internet Doorbell Company is a very 2019 media gig.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then the image associated with this is, come build the future with us from Amazon. That's just really, really nice. Those fit together well. (laughs) In,
1: in actuality, this is kind of cool, <laughs> but yeah. it's still like, what is happening with our society?
0: I don't know, but I would like to shout out to this Joshua Benton for the pairing of his headline and the featured image of the article, which is that yeah. skeleton Grim, Grim Reaper thing. I think we had it up on the screen for people to see. but It's super creepy. It's super creepy. I love it. I love it so much. And that brings us to this week's
1: Cool Tool.
0: (laughs) And our Cool Tool segment is, again, not an official endorsement or paid mention. We're simply sharing something we found in our travels that may be of use to our listeners. And this week's Cool Tool is cool. And it's a tool, as it is every week. But (laughs) Creative Commons has launched a search engine. So their words. It is designed to offer an easy way to search the Commons archive of free content available in the public domain, which is available for use under the Creative Commons licenses. So that's pretty sweet, actually, because I'm always trying to find images that I can use for, you know, whether it's to put on a client's site or for their ads and things like that. So now this is one easy place to go to get it. They have over 300 million images indexed in this thing, including something like 57,534 photos matching kittens. So I was very happy. (laughs) I also tried something more obscure. I searched opals for sale, and I got a lot of results, but they were like baby clothes and creepy dolls. (laughs) So I don't know. But the point is, they've got a lot of images in here. So if you want to play with it, just head over to search.creativecommons.org.
1: And it should be known that just because something is under a Creative Commons license, you still should look at the license type and how you can use that, how you need to attribute it, and if you can modify it or not. But Excellent this is point. a great source to help identify some of those images. Amen. And that brings us to this week's Must Read Marketing Article of the Week, an article so in-depth, so detailed that we simply cannot cover it in its entirety on today's show. And this week's article comes from... The one, the only, Ross Hudgens of Siege Media. And he put out an article called 100 Must Know Content Marketing Statistics. (laughs) And this is a beautiful display that they did here.
0: It's really nice.
1: And Ross went through and broke out content stats into eight different sections. So he talks about content marketing trends, mobile statistics, B2B content marketing stats, B2C stats, email marketing statistics, video marketing statistics, blogging statistics, and podcast statistics, which we are just blowing right up. <laughs> and you, They're going to be changing here in 2020 with that 61 million listeners that we just added to our repertoire.
0: Or 61 and a half. 61 and a half. Going high.
1: All right. And... Jess, what was your favorite stat?
0: Um, I have two. Can I pick two? Yes. Okay. My first favorite one is because each of these stats has an image associated with it too, and I really liked it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's amazing.
0: It's really cute. I mean, it's a really nice article. Good job, if Ross. you even call it an article. Yeah, it's a great piece of content. Um, 69% of users can detect spam based solely on the subject line they read, which I don't know if I think that that's low or high, but I have feelings about it, and I'm not sure, but... The, the image with it is a little <laughs> skull like photo peeking out of an envelope as if you actually received spam in your physical mail, which I liked. I thought that was really cute.
1: Okay. And my favorite stat was from the B2B side, because I'm always interested in this.
0: I should have known that.
1: And this came from the Content Marketing Institute, and they found that 76% of B2B marketers focus on producing quality content rather than quantity. That's nice. The reason this was so interesting to me is because 76% of B2B marketers that I've seen <laughs> focus on quantity, <laughs> not con- not quality. Yeah. So I just thought that maybe this content marketing institute, institute must have... A stringent admission policy with who
0: they <laughs>
1: asked for this.
0: Yeah, really. These are some honor students. That's great, though. If that's if that's true, because quality just, content's where it's at. I just obviously. feel like
1: B two B. Maybe you've seen that differently. I, it's good to see because we just might have some crazy B two B coming coming our way.
0: That that might be. You know what else was in here that I really liked in the podcast section? Because of course I scoped that out. Three percent of monthly podcast users listen to the start of an episode only. So that means that at this point in our show, most people are still with us. That's great. Yes. 97% of them are still here. Thanks, guys. Shout out.
1: All right. So check that out. All of the links will be in the show notes. And that is a fantastic looking and fantastic Mm -hmm. content-driven article. Thank you, Ross.
0: Yes. Thank you. And that does it for today's show.
1: It is now officially. Not Marketing O'Clock.
0: Remember, you can catch everything from the show on marketingoclock.com. And while you're there, please be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode.
1: And we will see you next week. Thanks for listening to Marketing O'Clock. If today's show was of value to you, please subscribe, leave a review, or share with a colleague. If you are looking for more information on today's topics, head over to marketingoclock.com for links to all the articles that we covered. Welcome to this week's Shootin' the Heck, where after our famous Friday news shows, we don't talk about marketing anymore, we just... Shoot the Heck. This week, we are playing everybody's favorite game, Two Kinds of People, Mm. where we give some sort of action, and there's only two choices. Only. Two kinds of people.
0: Only two kinds of
1: people. All right, Jess, what do you have first?
0: I have something rather topical. I think it was in the news, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, maybe. There was a, a court case that was, I think, in Maine, decided based on the use or not use of an Oxford comma. Oh, boy. I know. Um, I'll find the news story. We can put it in the show notes. But are you or are you not an Oxford comma user? And for people that don't know, the Oxford comma is when you have a list of things and you say, you know, cheese, comma, wine, comma, and berries. So that third comma there before the end is the Oxford comma. I am an Oxford comma person. Yes.
1: Okay. And it makes sense to me that you place that in there you're kind of ending something. So that's why I've always done it. I I am the worst person in the world to ask about grammar, though.
0: Yeah, well, the nice thing is I don't think that this is, there's not, when it comes to grammar, there's different schools of thought on this, and there's not a right or wrong way. One way is like AP style approved, and I think it's actually without the Oxford comma. I could be wrong, but I think that that's garbage. I think if you're having consistency, put it, put in, make a list, use commas. I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay, so no fight there. Good.
1: Okay. Next up, there's two kinds of people. People that know and execute the zipper merge when going onto traffic and people that don't. Mm. And in case you don't know what the zipper merge is, when there's some traffic trying to come onto a highway or throughway or something like that, you allow one car to go ahead And then you let one car come onto the road to try and get into. Then the next car goes, so on and so forth. Like it's a zipper kind of closing.
0: Absolutely. Every other car.
1: Every other car. Zipper. Marge.
0: I do that. I'm a courteous driver. Okay. But if I have already let a car in and somebody cuts me off and they try to ruin the zipper, I get very, very angry.
1: I can imagine.
0: (laughs) 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 And I am too. It
1: makes... Everything easy by not trying to cram two zippers from one side or two nubs from one side (laughs) in the zipper and just everybody play along and it'll go so much more smoothly. Then people don't fight. Somebody's getting a fist fight with Jess over here. Seriously.
0: Or like a lane when there's a lane closure and you know that because they put signs well in advance and people start to merge over and then there's the one guy that just zips past everybody and tries to cut ahead of like four or five cars. Meanwhile, everybody else has been zippering nicely. It's just that boils my blood.
1: The zipper merge is a beautiful thing when executed properly.
0: Yes. And when not, that second kind of person is just (sighs) the pits. Yes. Special place in Hades for those people um all right we're gonna talk about cleaning oh boy (laughs) um are you a so you say you're gonna clean a mirror or a window and you've got your spray and you've got your rag do you spray the mirror and then wipe with the rag or do you spray spray the rag and then wipe
1: i if i was that well planned out i would spray the mirror every time not the rag
0: Yes, but I sense a butt coming but on. But this morning I had to clean my
1: desk, <laughs> and I went into the, the the break room, and I got the Windex. I didn't want to take it all the way to my desk and bring it back, so I sprayed down a paper towel this morning because I okay. didn't want to go all that way and then come back and then go all the way back. Okay. But for the most part, if I had, in the scenario, you're laid out, yes. one hand a rag, one hand that, I spray the window.
0: Okay. I'm with you. I prefer to. I just feel like then you're covering all the surface and whatever. And then the, I feel like if you spray the rag ahead of time, it loses some, yeah, some wetness on its way to wherever you're going. It's gonna get in there. You're gonna need more sprays. You're gonna need more spray. You know what I witnessed though, the other day here with Adam, Uh-oh. at lunch, <laughs> oh, he got boy. hot sauce all over the table. <laughs> he got up, he took two or three steps to where the Windex is, brought it back with him to the table, sprayed the rag and then wiped the table down with the spray still in his hand. Can
1: I speak on his behalf?
0: No. (laughs) (laughs) You cannot defend him. That was heinous. (laughs) Uh,
1: I demand to speak on his behalf.
0: Fine, go ahead.
1: He just ate the world's hottest (laughs) hot sauce and was not in his right mind. As his lawyer, I think you should know that. He ate the bomb hot sauce, which is the six or so if you watch the show Hot Ones.
0: (laughs) He was not in his right mind. Okay. He was in no place... To do anything. So you're pleading temporary insanity on his behalf. Temporary
1: Scoville-driven insanity.
0: All right, fine. But just so you know, I stood up when I saw this happen <laughs> and came and wrote it down in my notebook because I was like, that is a crazy person there that sprays the rag in advance. All right, fine.
1: Uh, okay. Here's one that may really be divisive. I hope so. There's two kind of people. People that get their food, don't like it, and send it back. Uh, and people that don't two kinds of people people that send their food back people that don't
0: there are some some qualifiers here the order is correct they just don't like it yes there's not like hair in it or a bug they just don't like it correct and they send it back people do that people send it back do you do that I,
1: I don't. I'd eat a hair and bug.
0: <laughs> that's me. <laughs> I would never
1: send anything back. I, I, if I at least see the bug, I know what I'm up against. So if I send it back, it's a whole different ballgame
0: back Yeah, there. they could spin it at that point. Or even worse. Yes. I'd, well, yeah, far worse. But yeah, who's being out there being so rude that, oh, I just don't like this? Like, that's what you ordered. That is, to the specifications, I'm sorry that your tastes don't match up with it. No, 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 no. If that's a t- two kinds of people, that is even worse than a zipper merge violation person. People sign food back.
1: I've, I've seen it with my own eyes.
0: There's people that just don't like their food. Yes. Even like if the order's wrong, I'm like, oh, can we just like just bring me the rice you didn't bring or something? I once actually got really upset because you? a pickle didn't come with my sandwich. And I, <laughs> I didn't think I was being rude, but it came out rude. I was like, excuse me, I'm supposed to get a pickle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, la Yeah, but I
0: didn't send my food back. They just brought me a pickle on a plate. I would never do that. You thought that was going to be divisive? You thought I was going to disagree you? People send with you. food back.
1: I think it's more than you even know.
0: Oh, I, I guess I just don't get out much. Or I hang out with good people that would never <laughs> be that snotty. Oh, God, sorry if any of our listeners are that person. I deserve a pickle. <laughs> <laughs> Touché. All right, and we
1: will see you next week.